your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Richard Morin here with you. Thanks so much for joining us uh, here on this beautiful Tuesday. want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's Rock Auto. Okay, so let's get into the episode here. We're going to be talking about Taylor Hall. That's right, the pending unrestricted free agent winger uh, whom the Coyotes traded for this season. Uh, It was sort of a move at the time that was made while the Coyotes were in first place in the Pacific Division. Darcy Kemper was the best goaltender on the planet, and uh, Kemper was uh, going to get injured just a few games later, and right after that, it was all downhill from there. Uh, for the Arizona Coyotes and for Taylor Hall, who, despite the Coyotes' free fall, pretty much pulled his own weight for the most part. Could he have been better? Yes, but he has certainly been a easy target of criticism for Coyotes fans, and probably not all of that deserved some of it, absolutely. But uh, the rumors swirling around today report Tuesday morning from TSN's Darren Dreger that the Coyotes are looking to shop Taylor Hall's exclusive signing rights uh, ahead of the October 9th deadline, that is Friday. If uh, once that deadline passes, essentially the team that owns Taylor Hall's rights no longer owns exclusive negotiating rights, which means Taylor officially becomes an unrestricted free agent, meaning that any team or really all teams have an equal uh, equal right to uh, negotiate for his services. But at this time, the Coyotes own his signing rights, and they are the only team that can offer him an eight-year contract. Every other team is subject to only uh, a max of seven years. And, and I was pointed out to, somebody pointed this out to me on Twitter. I actually had tweeted that maybe a team acquiring Taylor Hall is looking to be able to offer that extra year. But as it was pointed out to me and confirmed by the collective bargaining agreement, only uh, the Coyotes would still have that uh, that right. If Obviously, if they traded him, they would lose that right. But it basically means that uh, the team, to have that ability to uh, offer an eighth year, essentially that player has to be on your roster uh, at the most recent trade deadline. So if the Coyotes quickly flip Hall to another team, that acquiring team would not have those rights because Taylor Hall was not on their roster uh, at the last trade deadline. In fact, he was with the Coyotes. And so if the Coyotes were to trade him, they would obviously lose that right uh, anyway. But of course, there have been reports swirling that maybe Taylor Hall would take a short deal, maybe a bridge deal, uh, given the fact that the salary cap is not increasing this year. And Taylor Hall is said to be one of the highest paid free agents this season. Perhaps Taylor would take a bridge deal until the market sort of stabilizes a little bit. And of course, we can't count on any kind of normalcy anytime soon, but perhaps that would be prudent for Taylor Hall and his agent and Darren Ferris to do that. It does not seem like the Coyotes, and, and really, I'm I'm just speculating here, and it's purely based on, you know, the context of the situation, but it does not sound like the Coyotes are, or really even should be players for Taylor Hall at this point. Realistically, is this team going to be a Stanley Cup contender? If not, why would you sign Taylor Hall? He's He plays a position in wing that's really not even your biggest strength, uh, your biggest need at this point. You need centermen, so if you're going to be paying 8, 10, 
you know, even more million dollars per season to one single player, it had better be a top line center because you don't have that. You have a pretty good number two, I think, in Christian Dvorak, uh, assuming he continues to develop and he did show very positive signs this season. Assuming Dvorak continues to develop, you have a good second line center, but you don't really have anybody who can play above him. You don't know how Barrett Hayton is going to pan out yet. So uh, I think you'd be, if you're going to be spending that money on a player, uh, I think it better be a top line center. And Taylor Hall is not that. He's a great player, and he is, I think, a little bit, he has some center tendencies on the wing. He certainly pushes the pace. He can, uh, he can break, he can bring the puck over the line on himself. He's a great rush player, but again, it's it's not exactly a great fit for the Coyotes, and certainly not a great fit for a team that's uh, honestly probably looking to retool so what are the Coyotes options here well they could just wait until October 9th and Taylor Hall becomes an unrestricted free agent and you know then somebody is going to sign him eventually or they could trade his rights uh, before October 9th and hope they could get at least something of you know some value uh, for that you know even though that acquiring team wouldn't be able to offer that eighth year it is uh, a little attractive knowing you have a couple of days of exclusive uh, exclusive negotiating with Taylor Hall. And if you feel like you're a team that can get a deal done, you know, maybe you do that. Maybe you flip a late round pick or, you know, uh, you know, kind of a middling prospect over to the Coyotes for Taylor Hall. I mean, I, I think the Coyotes would do that because I don't really see them as players in this Taylor Hall negotiation. Now, it could be wrong. You know, Alex Morello and company, I'm not going to lie. It's been a little unpredictable. So they could absolutely be players for Hall. Certainly, uh, Taylor has said on numerous occasions that he liked playing in Arizona. He he liked being part of the organization. And so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will be players. But uh, my gut is telling me they will probably not. So why not, you know, dang, dangle his rights out there. I would say dangle him out there. But you're not really acquiring Taylor Hall, the player. You're acquiring... Uh, a couple of days time really to negotiate with his agent that's really all you're all you're acquiring there but again that could be worth something to some teams uh, and I know some teams are, are certainly interested in him I know the Boston Bruins that's their biggest need is is on the wing do they need a, a top line winger no they have probably the best line in hockey and David Posternock Patrice Bergeron and, and Brad Marchand, but perhaps they need a, an absolute stud on the second line. I think a guy like Taylor Hall makes that lineup so much stronger. You're talking, uh, and, you know, especially if DeBrusque doesn't come back. I mean, what an upgrade over DeBrusque, um, over Jake DeBrusque. Taylor Hall would be on that second line, and you have, uh, you know, I know they've kind of rotated guys on that second line, right? But you could have something like Taylor Hall, David Krejci, who I knew was in the late, latter half of his career, but still a very productive player. And then maybe Charlie Coyle, uh, on the right wing or, or even Anders Bjork or somebody like that. That's a very strong second line and would rival a lot of teams, especially when your first line is as strong as Boston's. Now, I think another thing to look for here is the Colorado Avalanche because the Colorado Avalanche have cap space. The Boston Bruins do not have a ton of cap space right now, although big moves could be coming. They might not re-sign Tory Krug. They might trade out Tuka Rask. And if that happens, they would certainly uh, stand to have quite a bit of cap space, in fact. So that could be something worth watching here in the coming days and the moves that Don Sweeney makes with the Bruins, but the Colorado Avalanche, to me, that's a huge team to watch. That's an absolutely huge team to watch, and I'm going to tell you why right after this. Guys, there are so many numbers of makes and models out there. It is impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional store chain front. So why are we enduring the often pointless and seemingly 
intimidating questions like, do you have this and do you have that? And you wait while the guy at the counter orders the parts on the computer and he's only choosing one or two parts. He doesn't give you the full access. You know why? Because he knows that you have the computers and the phones at home with access to rockauto.com. Yes, rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. So why not go to rockauto.com? The prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices and they do not require membership or log in. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, tail lamps. I mean, you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that a locked on sent you. All right, guys, if you're like me, DoorDash has been a lifesaver right now. You might want Chinese food. They might want pizza. There's someone craving frozen yogurt, but guess what? There is something for everyone on DoorDash. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. You've counted on restaurants during these uncertain times, and now they're counting on you. So while their dining rooms may be closed or limited capacity, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now and right to your door. And guess what, guys? They are contactless now. Contactless. They bring it right to your door and they are operating safely in our communities. Right now, listeners can get $5 off, zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. So what are you waiting for? Download the DoorDash app and get that offer. Enter the code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off your order. Zero delivery fees on that order when you download that DoorDash app in the App Store. Enter code LOCKEDONNHL, guys. $5 off your first order. LOCKEDONNHL is the code with DoorDash. You got to use it. All right, and welcome back here to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Richard Morin here with you. I want to tell you guys, make sure you tune in later this week. We're going to have Kent Summers of the Arizona Republic on the podcast to chat Coyotes ownership. Kent has been all over the story all summer long. Of course, my former colleague over at the Arizona Republic, he has been all over it, breaking news and really providing expert commentary on what's going on high up in the Arizona Coyotes organization. So I encourage all Coyotes fans to make sure you're subscribed to the Locked On Coyotes podcast on whichever platform is most convenient for you. We are on pretty much all of them. I know I like to listen uh, to our podcasts. If I'm listening on the web, I love the megaphone uh, browser interface there, and I also love listening on Spotify. Uh, those are just a couple of examples of, of ways you can listen to Locked On Coyotes and, honestly, the entire Locked On podcast network if you're a fan of any other teams in particular, too. I know there's some good uh, there's some good national shows. There's great local shows as well, and I really do appreciate the support on the return of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Okay, I know I promised you guys that we were going to uh, – uh, I got to get left on a little bit of cliffhanger there, but I do think the Avalanche are a really, uh, a really, really uh, interesting team here. We have Mike Chambers of the Denver Post saying that it's time. It's time for the Avalanche to go after Taylor Hall. And why? Because their number 25 pick in the draft isn't going to do them any good. They need to go for it. I don't think the number 25 overall pick is necessarily going to be in play to acquire Hall's rights, but I do think... Um, I do think the Avalanche are great suitors here. I mean, this is a, a really elite team. You saw just how much better they are than the Coyotes 
in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, they absolutely obliterated the Coyotes. And you saw just how dangerous and, and how much of a superstar Nathan McKinnon is. You saw how uh, how reliable Gabriel Landeskog is. You saw what depth can do in the form of Nazem Kadri, And you saw what budding stars they have in Kale McCarr. You know, there's a couple of spots that the Avalanche could stand to improve upon. I think they could use a number one stud in goal, and I think they could probably use another elite wing. But can you imagine a first line of, you know, Landis Cog, McKinnon, and Miko Rantanen, and then a second line with Taylor Hall and Nazem Kadri? I mean, are you kidding me? I think the West would be all uh, would be all Colorado moving forward after that. So that is that's got to be something to watch. Colorado's got cap space, and you know this is their window. I think when you have a guy like Nathan McKinnon, who I think is I don't even think you can argue uh, argue him out of the top three best players in the world right now. I don't even think that's an argument. I know some people think he's the best. A lot of people are saying he's second best, but he's definitely top three. You, you'd have a hard time arguing him out of the top three. But the the point being that this team is elite. Uh, they have a budding uh, star on defense uh, in Kale McCarr. They have Eric Johnson, who's a really sturdy blue liner out there, former number one overall pick. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, McKinnon, a former number one overall pick as well. A stout first line, an elite first line, really, that I already mentioned. And Nazem Kadri, maybe he didn't show up in the round after that as much, but man, he was a menace in the Coyote series, and he still has a lot of good hockey left in him. You add Taylor Hall to that group and a goalie, I'm telling you, man, I think you swap that number 25 overall pick uh, and go get yourself a goalie and use that cap space too, uh, you know, the rest of the cap space you have and go after Taylor Hall. I think you got something in the avalanche and the Coyotes aren't going to want to see it because they're going to be in their division. They're going to be in the central division after this coming season. So that's not something Coyotes fans want to hear, but I think it's something you need to hear because Taylor Hall is not for you. He's not right for you right now, Coyotes fans, and he's going to go to greener pastures. He wants to win. Taylor Hall has really never been in a situation where he could win, and uh, this is his time. So I think it's time to let him go. Uh, we're going to wrap up the episode and the the last of our thoughts on Taylor Hall and beyond right after these. You guys heard me talk about Built Bar a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't tried the Cookies and Cream Improved Built Bar, guys, it's even delicious. Or I don't even think that's a word, but I don't even care. Six new flavors, guys. Cookies and Cream is one of them. But if you don't like Cookies and Cream, Apple Almond Crisp, it's perfect for the fall. Guys, these Built Bars are healthy. I know what you're thinking. They're 100% chocolate. They're so soft and easy to chew, but... How are they healthy? How could this possibly be healthy? It really is, guys. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, but high-protein and high-fiber. They're great for a keto diet as well. Let's take a look at my favorite right here, right? Cookies and cream. I told you about it at the top. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Oh my goodness, guys. And look at this. They've reset the promo card for this relaunch. There's a free cooler with purchase, but look, don't quote me on it. It's while supplies last, guys. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, it's only going to last a week or so. You got to get on this. Get that free cooler. Go to Built Bar. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your next order. You got to do it. All right, guys. We know erectile dysfunction isn't easy to talk about, but Roman's trying to change that. All right, we always brush it off. We blame ourselves. We come up with excuses like, hey, you know, I'm just not feeling it tonight or I don't have my mojo. But look, you can go to Roman, get a free online evaluation, and you'll get ongoing care for ED if you qualify 
all from the comfort and privacy of your home. You can get a healthcare professional that works with you. And if they deem that medication is appropriate, you get free two-day shipping. And it's look, guys, it's straightforward. It's simple. It's discreet. You don't have to be embarrassed about it. The stigma, you can erase it by going to roman.com slash locked on NHL. That's right, guys. We have our own URL bar. It's not a promo code. You type it right into your URL bar, roman.com slash locked on NHL today. If approved, you can get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash locked on NHL. Once again, getroman.com slash locked on NHL. There are a lot of different ways, right, to to look at this Taylor Hall situation. And welcome back here to uh, the show here, Locked On Coyotes, Richard Morin with you, of course. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We're talking Taylor Hall, and there's a lot of different ways to look at this situation, right? There's one way to look at it that, oh, well, Taylor Hall doesn't want to be in Arizona. But then there's the other way of looking at it where should the Coyotes even really want Taylor Hall? Is Taylor Hall even worth it? And I went into some of that logic earlier on in the show, but I think it's worth revisiting here. And that is that it's just, it's not a good fit. It's just not a good fit. You don't need him. You don't. Taylor Hall is a piece. And Coyotes fans, you just need to come to grips with this. So this is a heart-to-heart we need to have right now. Taylor Hall is not good for you. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. But he's not right for you. Taylor Hall is the kind of guy that you go after when you're ready for him, right? He's not the kind of guy that you get right now and and you ride with and you hope to grow with. No. You don't want to grow with Taylor Hall. Not right now. Not, Not at this point in his career, right? Taylor Hall is the kind of guy who puts you over the top, and I think that was part of what John Chica was thinking when he acquired him, right? I think John Chica saw Taylor Hall. He saw his team in first place. He saw Darcy Kemper playing absolutely prolific hockey in net and said, hey, why not? And I know a lot of people are going to criticize that, but you have to understand the logic there. And, And Matt Lehman and I talked about that a couple episodes ago. You have to understand the logic of where John Chica was coming from here. Agree with it or not, look, I was on the beat when this all went down, when, you know, when Taylor Hall came to the Coyotes, and the, even before when the rumors were swirling and Taylor Hall was up in the press box at GRA with the Devils and he's on the phone. And, I mean, I, look, I was there. I was right there. I walked right by Taylor Hall many times while he was on the phone with his agent, and it was pretty clear he was talking about the Coyotes. He wasn't... He wasn't making, uh, making, you know, trying to be sly about it at all. He was, he was very outwardly uh, speaking on the phone with somebody about his situation, and that situation being that he was on the trading block, and one of the teams interested was the team he would end up playing for, and that was the Coyotes, and that was probably just a week or two before he was traded. So what am I trying to say with all this? Well, I'm trying to say that it wasn't necessarily the wrong thing for Taylor Hall to come here. Look, the Coyotes were riding high. Like I said, first place, Darcy Kemper, you're doing great. You know, and you go out and get Taylor Hall, and yeah, you had to give up a lot to get him. But Coyotes fans, you backed that move. You loved that Taylor Hall move. You couldn't get enough. You said, hey, look, we got a superstar. You know, Phil Kessel wasn't the right guy, but oh man, look. You know, I was wrong about Phil Kessel, but oh man, Taylor Hall, he's the real deal. And look. You caught some bad luck. Your best player in Darcy Kemper went down with an injury. And that was it. That was it. Auntie Ranta stepped in and he couldn't. He couldn't stay healthy. 
You needed Antti Aranta to stay healthy there. He couldn't. And Aiden Hill tried his darndest to keep the Coyotes in it. And he, he kind of did for a little bit there. He kind of did keep, he kept them, he kept them, you know, with a very faint heartbeat. And the Coyotes might have made the playoffs if uh, the season hadn't paused in March, or they might not have. The facts are they did make the playoffs because of the expanded format. They beat the Predators. Good job. But that's it. And you saw just how far they are from Colorado. You saw just how far they are from Vegas and from maybe even Dallas. If they can show that, you know, that's a real, that Dallas is really going to be like that moving forward. But that's how far you are, man. Like, you got a ways to go. And Taylor Hall is not the guy who's going to take you there. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you. He's not. And Darcy Kemper and Oliver Ekman Larson, they might not be the ones to take you there either. I know patience is uh, is a virtue, and Coyotes fans have been very patient for a long time, and you might really like Taylor Hall, and I understand why. He's a good hockey player. He's a really good hockey player. But he's not what you need right now. I know he's attractive. He's very attractive to go after right now. But you don't need him. And honestly... You shouldn't if you're if you're a Coyotes fan and you want, and you are telling yourself that you understand the situation the team is in, you shouldn't want him either. You should understand he's not right for you. Okay, that's all the time we have. I'm going to stop my Taylor Hall rant here. I hope I hope y'all enjoyed it and it uh, gave you a little bit of clarity on this Taylor Hall situation. We'll, of course, keep you updated here on Locked On Coyotes if the Coyotes do end up trading his draft rights before the Friday deadline. But be sure to tune in later in the week. We have Kent Summers from the Arizona Republic, and we are going to go in-depth and ask the tough questions about Coyotes' ownership, just what is going on with the Arizona Coyotes' brass. All that and more later this week on Locked On Coyotes. Until then, we'll see you.